Welcome to Season 3 of More Than Movies. I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. We kick off the new year with a look back at our 2018 box office draft. And we check out the Hellboy trailer and weigh in on Razorblade. It's time for a More Than Movies draft. At the beginning of last year, Ivana and I built the very first box office draft for more of the movie. And Jay creamed me. I, I did. I didn't have a single <laughs> yeah. film of the year that was under $100 million, which, to be honest, couldn't be said for Ivana, who did, you did have the first pick and you stayed away from Marvel. I did. I figured the Star Wars thing was going to pan out. It didn't. It didn't pan out at all. It didn't. It was still a big earner for you, but it wasn't Black Panther money. Look, I think I've learned a lot of lessons. I think that we all know that I'm not um, I'm not a big watcher of blockbusters, right? Like, I'm more into the indie films and the comedies. And I have never really been a huge consumer of blockbusters so i think i learned a lot this year well that's because fair. clearly i'm the worst at this <laughs> well you're you're not the worst you like looking over your picks you did have some you had some good stuff in there too like you totally went after deadpool 2 which was i think your your biggest earner it was my biggest earner you had spider-man into the spider-verse which who could have seen that movie blowing up but then you had movies like Super Troopers 2 on there, and that made you $30 million and nothing else. Right. And it should be noted that we looked at box office gross domestic only. So we did not take into account in our totals the worldwide gross. That's right. And this is because a lot of movies have slightly different release dates. This would sort of play into just the primary market that they're released in. Exactly. So my my lowest of all of them was Rampage. The Rock still did pretty well for me. It was $101 million. So I, I stayed above that $100 million mark. Um, but my biggest earner for the entire year was Black Panther. And I right. didn't expect it to be as big as it was. It was a real surprise for me as well. That's actually very true. I also had a Rock film, um, but I picked the wrong one skyscraper yeah uh, it only did 68 million for me yeah it didn't didn't pan out the same way um we both had two movies that their release date shifted so much that it didn't even count i had mulan and you had x-men dark phoenix that's correct which will be coming out next year yes yeah i'm i'm the champion of series survival and this so I feel wonderful. Yeah, you're kind of killing 2018. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, it's 2019 now, so we have a whole different bracket, which I'm, I'm pumped about. Like, I'm really excited to start a new bracket with you. And this time, so that we don't have these surprises, we've decided we're going to do five picks, and it's going to be by quarter. So each one's going to be like, January, February, March release dates. And we are recording this on January 20th, so we've decided that we can only choose things which have not come out so far. That's right. It just was released that Glass got $40 million in box office dollars over the weekend, but neither one of us can pick Glass. Right. I won, 
I'm going to do the the generous thing. Well, maybe it's not generous, but I'm going to give you the, the first pick. All right. I, I will accept this, especially for this quarter. I think that um, I suddenly have a fighting chance of getting into the game for 2019 because I'm going to go with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Okay. So Captain Marvel is now, I mean, that would have been my number one pick. So you got Captain Marvel. I'm going to quickly jump in with How to Train Your Dragon 3. Ooh, good one. Okay. I'm going to also go in with a sequel, and I'm going to go with Lego Movie 2. This is going to be a hard one, but I know people have been waiting for it for so long. It is Alita Battle Angel, and I'm going to put that at my number two. So what do you got at three? My number three choice is going to be a little bit of, I think... A gamble on my part. We're going to see how this pans out for me. I'm going to go with the kid it. who would be king. Okay. That was on my short list of things that I think could do well this time. Um, I'm going to go with Isn't It Romantic? The romantic comedy comedy uh, starring Rebel Wilson that comes out on Valentine's Day. What? And you think that's going to do well? I think that people are going to go see it. Because it's making fun of romantic comedies. Uh, all right. Look, we'll meta see. movies do well. Look at Deadpool. It was your biggest movie of the year. Super meta. That's why I'm picking Isn't It Romantic on my list. All right. I'm going to go with yet another, uh, I think, calculated risk. And I'm going to go with Miss Bala. Miss Bala. Okay. That is, I, I think that is a calculated risk, but I wish you well with that. Um, it's I'm, with Gina Rodriguez, and I have a feeling that it's going to be, one, a fantastic movie, but two, I think that we've proven in the U.S. marketplace that people are hungry for content um, that is headlined by people who are not just white, and so I think sh this is going to do very well. All right. That's totally fair. My next pick is another uh, comedy and it is with Taraji P. Henson, and it is What Men Want. And I don't know if this is going to play well at all in 2019, because it seems super sexist and way backwards thinking, but it's sort of a sequel to that Mel Gibson movie, What Women Want, and I'm, I'm putting it on the list. Oh, man. All right. Um, I don't know if I should even like say the ones that I'm like currently thinking about, uh, so there's three. There's three that are kind of in my short list. Cold Pursuit, which is an action with Liam Neeson. Yep, that could be that could make some money. Us, which is the next Jordan Peele horror, and then Dumbo, which is Disney. So like those are those are. But then the other thing is that I don't want to see Dumbo. It's from what I remember, a really dark movie, and I don't want to have anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, and and us, I think, is going to have a much smaller audience um, than his first movie, but people could show up just to support him. And of course, Cold Pursuit is a Liam Neeson um, action flick, and even though a lot of people didn't like The Commuter, it made good money. So. I'm going to go with Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. Okay. I had Wonder Park as my next one, which is a, an animated kids film. But Yeah, that was on my short list too. 
but you just told me about Dumbo again. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to really make up some money after you nab all of it with Captain Marvel. I'm going Dumbo. Yeah. Okay. I just think unless they made it super light, it's like the most depressing, horrible movie. I don't know why anyone would watch it. So we'll have to figure out how this will work because Dumbo comes out right at the end of the quarter. And I'm wondering, like, do we just stop on the domestic, like on March 31st? Or do we give it like 15 days in April? No, I think we have to, I I think we have to wait a whole quarter, like however long the movies are going to be out for before we can weigh in on results. All right. So we are going to be doing our picks for April, May, and June before we actually solidify. Yes. Beautiful. I love it. So this is our new draft. We do three months. Uh, I hope you guys play along. Is is Ivana going to destroy me with the Lego movie too? And Captain Marvel? I think she might. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let us know. Who would you have put in your box office draft for the first quarter of this year? It's been a little while since we've recorded, Jay. What have you done with yourself during the break? Well, you know, I had some Christmas. Actually, I had a lot of Christmas. It basically rained Christmas on Becky and I over the entire (laughs) Christmas season. It started on the 23rd and it kept going till the 1st of January. So uh, by that time, I was ready to Marie Kondo my life and I've been doing that too. That's amazing. So have you guys actually been pulling out all your clothes and doing... All the Marie Kondo lightening. I need to stipulate that only I have. Becky wants nothing to do with it. However, I did get her to declutter our extra kitchen space that had all these books and all this stuff. I did get her to declutter that. While the den and the area I'm usually hanging around in and recording in right now is, is mighty tidy and looking good. Our bedroom still is a mess. I, I, I read Marie Kondo's book, and I've seen, I think, one full episode and parts of other episodes. And generally, I think it's great. Um, I'm one of those people that's kind of like the opposite. I'll organize my closets and places where I put stuff away. And then if I don't have time to put it away properly, I just leave it until the day that I can put it away properly. Um, and I think that's I think that's the general spirit of the thing, like... As soon as you can get to tidying, tidy. But what about you? What, uh, what's been going on for you? Well, I also had a much smaller Christmas because I only really have to um, appease Blake's parents. So that's the only Christmas celebration I really do. Um, but I had a fantastic New Year's. We went to a friend's cottage and we played a game that we made up that's like special and just for us. And it was one of the funnest games I think I've ever played in my life. Do you think that you could teach this game to listeners? Or is this like a, nope, it only was a game that night and we don't have the rules and we don't know. You don't have the rules. I cannot teach it. But because like <laughs> it has cards and challenges, I will say that I learned something about my friends and about friendship, I think, in general. The order in which someone believes a burger should be laid out is a highly personal and contentious thing which we learned while trying to build a human burger and while we stacked on top of each other. (laughs) So there's that. I mean, that that sounds so much like you and your group of friends. I love it so much. (laughs) Um, And and then on top of that, 
I'm producing another movie. So I know this is back to back producing. Yeah, this one's coming fast and furious. It's a little bit crazy, uh, who but needs it's time pretty to exciting. Sleep? Oh, who needs time to sleep? I'll sleep when I'm dead. You will not sleep when you are dead. You will be dead when you're dead. There is no sleep in death. You are just dead. Or is dead the big sleep? Badum choo. Oh, I don't even know awful. why that's a joke. It's that was so funny. <laughs> Death is so funny. <laughs> this just in last week. So across the USA and especially in Washington, D.C., on January 19th, many people came together to take a stand for feminism and progressive issues at the 2019 Women's March. In case you want to hear more about the event, check out our show notes for a link to an excerpt of an Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's speech at the event. It's all about justice and it's hella fierce. But today we want to talk about Gillette and the best that men can get. Razor blades? Yeah, Earlier this week, just prior to the Women's March, the company released an ad. It was uh, sort of a call to action, challenging men to step up and be the best men that they could be. So this video, which is linked in our show notes, of course, has been seen almost 22.5 million times at the time of recording. It features harassment and shitty behavior, but it also features some amazing behavior, too. It calls viewers to take a stand, to say something when they see something, and to be an advocate for their fellow humans and just be better. But uh, the videos kind of caused a stir online. People both love and hate this video. Boycotts to Gillette were called. You know, we're looking at 603,000 likes versus 1.1 million dislikes on this video on YouTube. Some people even shared photos and videos throwing their razors in a toilet um razors aren't flushable right so pierce morgan fox news and many others hate the ad feeling that it's pointing at men saying you are evil others think the message is great they're giving a lot of credit to all the men who are the best that men can be so what do you think jay i think i think this is i like the ad personally I think it's uh, it's really cool, and when we see shitty behavior, it's nice to see some people going like, "Oh, don't do that! Don't do that!" Toxic masculinity is a is a phrase that gets thrown around a lot, especially when it comes to this ad. And what I think toxic masculinity is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I could be way off. It's all the stereotypes that have kind of made men dicks for a really long time. So expecting sex on a first date really calling your friends names for the history of forever hazing beating each other up like just all the shitty things that once you're a, a normal well-rounded human you're kind of like yeah we don't do that anymore because that's stupid but when you're growing up there's nobody to say hey don't do that anymore that's stupid except for i think now there is to me toxic masculinity also encumbers a lot of the expectations that I think men can grow up having, which are unrealistic and makes them feel like they're stifled into a box that they're not allowed to get out of. And what does that do to your well-being as a man? You know what I mean? 
I don't think that that's healthy for you. And therefore, that is part of toxic masculinity. Uh, A lot of people think of it more in the what's the, you know, traditional alpha man role that is shown on television and movies. But I think it's more than that. It's all the things that tell you that you're not allowed to be a full three-dimensional human and you have to fit into a box no matter how it makes you feel. And I think that's what this ad is saying. I think it's just saying everything you already are on the inside is good enough. And it is manly. We sort of already touched on this a little bit, but growing up, like I didn't have coaches or, you know, like my dad wasn't trying to teach me how to be a certain way. I saw a lot of it on TV. A lot of the morals that have taken into the world have come from TV. I thought, how cool is Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's blasting people away? How cool are the cowboys? Society puts something in my brain that is like, that's what guys should be. And when you get to high school, I, I think everybody are shitty. Like, I don't know if there's anybody really who's like, you can think back in high school and go, they were awesome to everyone. Maybe Ivana and that's it. Like, I don't think that was true. <laughs> and that's really, not I mean, true. I didn't bully anyone or anything, but you know, I was super self-involved. Everybody is super self-involved and everybody talks in a, in a way that is not realistic to how you will act as a genuine human being in the world later in life. So I've always been chasing the idea of, I want to be a certain type of man and I haven't got there yet. But I think that's part of the the changing. Like, how do you teach someone that what's in them is good enough until you say, hey, these weird superficial things you've been taught are all bullshit. There was a couple examples in there that I was like, yeah, like that is something that you should do. But there were two boys there and they were like, boys will be boys. And I'm like, at what barbecue are you at where two kids start fiercely fighting with each other and you don't break it up? But the the example was to show that most guys wouldn't. I feel like everybody would. That was that was one of the things that I thought was like, look, anybody would run in there. Like, who wouldn't run in there? So what's interesting is looking at a lot of the comments, and I do want to get into the comments because I have, I think, a pretty controversial view that I'm going to drop in a sec. Love it when you drop controversial views. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite on this podcast. So before we get into that, uh, I did go, you know, comment hopping in on, on YouTube and on Twitter and a whole bunch of other platforms. And there were a couple that I actually felt like came from real people where I think these people grew up thinking that men are supposed to learn to fight each other. And they specifically talked about that part and how they would be so happy to see their children fight. I don't get it, but it happened. Really? Mm-hmm. So now right. I'm going to switch over to the controversy. So this video has, uh, as of the time of recording, 603,000 likes and 1.1 million dislikes. I think most of those dislikes are bots. I'm looking at the comments. I'm looking at the profiles associated with those comments. It's not fucking real. This is like, you know, Russia investigation bullshit all over again. I think that people are a lot more aligned. Maybe some people don't like the ad. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that a lot of this controversy online that people are reporting about is bullshit and it's fake and it's fake news. 
I don't know how controversial that is. It might be controversial, but I, I think you're on to something because you're right. You shared that with me a little bit too and said, hey, click through to this. And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing really here. It could be just a bunch of people being like, go on and do this. We want to put as many down votes on this as possible. Get in there, do your thing, troll it up. Totally. There's also a really random thread about like people pretending like comments are being deleted. And I'm like, who's deleting comments? Like, what is this? I think yeah, it's... My, co- my comment's still there. Nobody deleted my comment. Is super weird. I, I think the ad is interesting. I think it's all about progression. And, you know, you don't go backwards in society. You go forwards. And I, I don't know what the hubbub of, like, I'm attacked. I don't feel like I'm attacked. I feel like, cool. Yeah. We should all be better. You know, we shouldn't ask people we don't know who are attractive to smile when you take their picture all creepy and awkward. Yeah. Shouldn't do that. That's we're done. That is over. Learn from me too. move the fuck on and, and don't get all wrapped up in this. This is, this is, you know, yeah, you don't go, yeah, baby. And follow a woman down the street to make her super uncomfortable. It's just, we're past this now. Let's hope it keeps going. I guess maybe the thing is I'm just not understanding it. So if you think at home listening in your car or walking down the street, If you think, no, this Gillette ad is really a piece of shit, I want to hear from you. I'm at Jester J on Twitter, and I really want to know and understand why you feel attacked. Hey, shut up! It's trailer trash! It's a new year. It's a new season. So obviously, we could not have issued homework for you guys prior to this. So we're checking out a couple trailers. If you want to pause, watch them, and then come back to this, I highly encourage it. What are we watching this week, Jay? All right. Well, we're watching the teaser trailer for Aladdin, and we're also watching the new reboot for Hellboy. Yeah. Which one do you want to start with? Why don't we start with Aladdin? Because there's not a lot of content there to get into. I love the set design of the Cave of Wonders. I thought this was the most bullshit teaser trailer I've ever seen. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, because it didn't give you anything? It was like a minute and a half of nothing. What was that? It was absolutely nothing. It was Arabian Nights over a desert. And then you come to the Cave of Wonders. You literally hear the voice from the original movie as the Cave of Wonders. And then they go into the cave. But the cave itself is enormous. As it should be. It, I don't know. I just I was in awe by like, ooh, this looks like a really great set. Look, this movie is going to make so much money. It's not even funny. I think that the, as far as a teaser trailer goes, it was really slow paced. It's like, yeah, it is beautiful. Of course, it's going to be beautiful. You've seen the other like Disney live action reboots. Imagine that set in Aladdin's universe. It's going to be one of their most beautiful ever. And then we get a shot of Aladdin in the lamp. And I could care less because I don't know anything about this actor. You don't need to know anything. He's Aladdin. It's not That's about the actor. It's about the lamp. It's about the wonder. But it doesn't matter because I had to watch for a minute and a half to get there and nothing happened. I just saw some landscapes. (laughs) I can watch 
and pay attention to a lot of things, I have no, no chill about waiting for a minute and a half of looking at cool landscapes. Fair enough. So the Aladdin teaser, you don't get a lot, but we do know it's coming in 2019. Uh, We know that Will Smith is the genie. We know that there uh, are two actors who are fairly unknown playing the leads. That's it. That's all I really know about it. I don't even know who's voicing Iago or who's playing Jafar. I don't know any of that stuff. I'm sure it's online, but I don't care because all I care about is are they going to keep the music? Uh, Did you like the trailer? Or the teaser? Sure. Why not? I don't care. Aladdin is my, like, the cartoon is mine. So, you know how I feel about these reboots. These are for new people who just never grew up with Aladdin. (laughs) They're too dark for my taste. I'm not so into them. Beauty and the Beast was not darker than the original. Yeah, I kind of watched that while also watching other things. And, yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, the this Beast. Is, I couldn't problem. get behind The Beast. They animated him in a weird way. I, can't, I couldn't watch that one. Oh, I couldn't get behind that movie because Beauty and the Beast is my favorite animated movie of all time. Well, maybe not. It might be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse now. I'm just saying. It's still on my to-watch list before we get to the end, to our Oscars 2018 best of movie episode thing. And it know. will 100% be in that animated category. I don't know if we dive that deep to get to those usually we just do the 10 best picture nominees either way i'm gonna watch it all right then we have hellboy which is a new reboot of hellboy it sounds like hellboy still is hellboy but it's in london now instead of in the u.s i think hellboy looks weird really i couldn't get past his eye i think that's just the actor's eyes no 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 he's got like these weird reddish tinted lenses and it looks like he's got permanently been Punched in the eye. So you don't like the look of Hellboy, the new Hellboy? Well, just his face. Uh, like, obviously, whenever you build up these Hellboy characters, Ron Perlman or this one, there's a lot of makeup that goes into it, and the makeup looks fantastic. I'm just having a hard time getting past his eyes because that was such an important part for Ron Perlman when he played the role. Like, you needed to see that empathy. Yeah, his his eyes are obstructed more. I think he he looks a little bit closer to the animation, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it, so it looks like it's going to go the Deadpool route, but it's not rated R. Uh, sure. I I don't. I didn't get a lot of great things out of this trailer. I didn't want to rush out and see it. I definitely agree with that. Um, the. Trailer did remind me a little bit of Deadpool. I was surprised because I had read that this is meant to be a darker, grittier Hellboy, similar and more closely associated with the original materials. I really loved the Guillermo del Toro version. How could you not? Those those puppets and the makeup, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And to be honest, I also really liked the warm and fuzzies. Yeah, me it's too. It's really weird, but it made me feel the warm and fuzzies, and I just loved it. And I agree. so having read the anticipation on this movie that it's going to be darker and grittier, the the trailer made it look funnier and lighter in a very Deadpool kind of way. And you've got yet another red superhero being funny and self-referential. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. All red superheroes have to be funny. You got Spider-Man, you got Deadpool, and now you got Hellboy. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I have a feeling there's going to be a little bit of a disconnect. If it actually is dark and less funny, how's that going to go with audiences? Because that gonna trailer be a weird is tone. kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it had some some liners in it, but nothing like made me chuckle. Like I wasn't, I wasn't LOLing all over this, this trailer. I was more like, yeah, I don't know if we need this. Right. I also am kind of curious. I don't know. Maybe it's because I really like the originals. I just, I, Guillermo del Toro. He's the guy who knows how to do crazy, cool monsters. Oscar winning Guillermo del Toro. With his crazy, cool monsters. Let's never forget. He is an Oscar winner now, so he should do all the things that we want. Also, I just want to say, not enough Mila Jovovich. Just not enough. Not enough in that trailer. Are you hot for Mila? I just love Mila because she's half Serbian and half Russian, so she's Slavic like I am. I did not know that. So that is, isn't she also like Canadian or no, 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 no. No, Her husband's Canadian. So there's your tie-in. You want more Mila. I love it. I want more Mila. And that's our show. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in again next time. If you'd like to support the show, you can hop on your podcast service and subscribe. And if you're really feeling generous, why not share a quick rating or review? Our intro song comes from bensound.com and we encourage you to check out our show notes and more information about our music, our talented voice actors and sound effects. Ivana and I love hearing from you. So we built a website so you can reach out to us. It's morethanmovies.net and in case you hate websites you can also email us hello at morethanmovies.net find us on facebook more than movies podcast or catch either of us on twitter i'm at it's Ivana. and i'm at jester j thanks for spending some time with us and we'll be back again next time with an all-new commercial free episode and until then friends do more and watch more <laughs>